Last year, I finished reading some 800 pages of published and edited diaries of a great Polish painter, designer, illustrator and stage designer, Zofia Strijenska. And since a friend of mine was shocked to see me read such a voluminous publication, because apparently nobody reads books of this size these days, I wanted to tell you a bit about its author, Zofia Strijenska. Strijenska was active in the interbellum period and she created in Art Deco style. She had a vibrant, fascinating personality and her diaries testify to her struggles as an independent female artist. She was a ferocious documentalist of her own life, career and her experiences as a single mother with a very sharp pen and mind. And she left us with this unique document, her diary. So I read it with the greatest excitement and red cheeks I also had a weird sense of similarity between her times and our times, set roughly 100 years apart from one another. It was fascinating to follow her career so closely from her very own perspective, especially since she practiced as an independent artist, which was very unusual and difficult for a single woman and mother at that time. Basically, during her whole adult life, she struggled financially, and her familial situation was very complicated. She separated from her husband and wasn't able to raise her children. She lived like a nomad, moving across Europe and living between Krakow, Paris, Warsaw, Amsterdam and Geneva. Yet, she was very aware of her position. In 1911 and 12, she studied painting at the Academy der Bildende Kunst in Munich, where she enrolled disguised as her elder brother, Tadeusz Grzymała. To compare, the first female student in the Academy of Fine Arts in Krakow, the city where Strijinska was born, was allowed to enroll only in 1920. She even faked her birth certificate a couple of years to appear younger. As stubborn, talented and ambitious as she was, she practiced as a painter her whole life and paid a big price for her independent practice. She even acknowledged her position as another. She called herself sarcastically Weibliche Maler which was at that time a pejorative description for a painting woman. And of course, she was also frequently called by her male peers hysterical and whimsical when she tried to defend herself and her art. For me, she's a great role model and a reminder that the road to female emancipation and empowerment, which realization is long overdue, started long time ago.